It's time for Greasy Gardens, y'all. Welcome, welcome to Greasy Gardens. Hey, 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 y'all. It's Dr. Dalvina. It's another Sunday night. And you know what time it is. It's time for the Brain Love Podcast with your host, Dr. Dalvina Thomas, a board-certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Well, guess what, guys? I'm on the move, and I'm in Chicago. I'm visiting Greasy Gardens, and what you're looking at here are some flowers that were grown in the garden, in the hood, in Chicago, South Side, at Marlene Fisher's home in her garden. So let's go really briefly on a tour. So I'm not taking you in the garden as of yet. I just want to show you how it started behind her home. So you saw the flowers on the counter. She also grew some plants back here in her yard. I think maybe she got the practice here. Little doggies. So we will go soon and I'll take you over there to the infamous Greasy Garden. You can't really see it through the fence, but in a moment we will walk over and I'll be interviewing Marlene Fisher about Greasy Gardens. You guys, I used to come to Chicago summers as a little girl. My family, you know how a lot of black folks did you, they migrated straight up north and from Mississippi, migrating straight up north was Chicago. So a lot of folks in South Carolina migrated up to Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and New York. But for us, we went up to Chicago. And so since my cousin has been living on this block, I've been here several times to see her. She calls it the hood. It's not necessarily your preferred neighborhood, but she has done a lot with the block. So this is a full view, just about. I'll back up a little bit of the garden. And so as you can see, this girl, so COVID got in the way, interrupted her success, her, I should say, uh, community success, meaning she wasn't able to receive any rewards because I don't think they were awarding anyone anything during COVID. But in 2017, she was the Chicago S Excellence in Gardening awardee again in 2018 and again in 2019. So just think in Chicago, they have some of the worst winters ever. And so I'm sure she'll talk more about this, but the process of gardening, planting, tilling, soiling, and all those things so that your plants and your seeds and all of the things that you're planting, those things flourish and bloom when they're supposed to. So it's cold in Chicago. I would say it starts getting really cold in October and it snows a lot of times in November. So obviously here in the Midwest, Chicago garden is shut down, but she comes out here and she's doing things when there's no snow on the ground. And you see these are 
I know there's a specific name for this tree, but it's like a Christmas tree. <laughs> so when she comes out, I know you're eager. She will walk us through the garden. Um, they just had a plant giveaway yesterday. She planted some seeds and created little plants and they gave away the plants to folks who were interested in growing their own plants. And she'll be planting them in the ground soon. Looks like I see onions over here. So let's talk about some of the benefits of gardening therapy or horticulture. So we know that it can improve memory. It helps with cognitive abilities, task initiation, language skills, and socialization. And I think that is a big part of why Marlene likes to do this. We're looking at some tomatoes here tomato plants and so my cousin is a very social bird as I told you I would come here for her parties she is a very social person she has fire pits out here she'll have a fire pit and tell people hey come over there's a tent over there that she can put up when it rains or the weather gets really bad and maybe we'll take some poses here in front of the flowers. So we're talking about the benefits of gardening. Check out all this stuff. She even has peonies. I showed that in the beginning of the video in my introduction. And over here you see lavender. I swear I can smell the lavender, y'all. So imagine you're out here you're being mindful. You've heard me do episodes on mindfulness. You're being mindful. You're in the moment. And when you're someone like myself who doesn't have a green thumb, when you're gardening and it works, it builds self-esteem. It builds your self-esteem. Gardening can build self-esteem. Gardening is also good for your heart. This is a green room or what is it? a greenhouse? I'm sorry. This is a greenhouse. See, this improves your language skills. This is absolutely why gardening can reduce stress, which, of course, being outside in the sun and the air, breathing and just allowing yourself to be and being in the moment. She won't answer the phone oftentimes when you call her if she's in the garden. It can make you happy. Gardening can improve hand strength. It's good for the whole family because again, it gets people talking and socializing. And because you're out in the sun, it can give you a boost of vitamin D. So let's see, what does she have going on here? That's orange peppers, I see that from the label. Some dill, some cilantro, some aroma. some cherry oaky purple so we'll get her out here guys she'll explain all of this she's coming up next okay. we are walking to the garden so how did you discover this block marlene well i used to live in the south shore area and um, i was looking for a place to live and one of my friends moved around the corner and i was just like why the hell would i live here it's the, it's a shithole it was gang activity, 
lot of people on the block, but this was a new house. So I decided, hey, I wanted the new house. All right. And then, so you were here for how long before you started your garden? I was working downtown at the Federal Reserve Bank and I would pass this area every day. And so as I'm passing the area, the grass is high, it's up to my waist. And one day I just decided to mow the lawn. So as I'm mowing the lawn, uh, I said, okay, I got a garden plot over in Jackson Park and we're not getting any of the produce. So why not just build raised beds here? And I started off with three raised beds. Raised okay. beds. Yeah, this, this is a raised garden bed. It's not, what you, this is a raised garden bed. And so uh, for the raised garden bed, you put, you build the bed and you buy soil and you put soil inside the garden bed. So this is why they call it a raised garden bed. What's the, is there a benefit of having a raised garden bed versus well, just planting in the ground? Since it was a house here, we don't know what the soil is. So with the raised beds, you know, the soil is good. All right. Well, you guys are about to take the couch. getting it wrong as the stages but the monarch larvae is eating don't step in the bed please oh it's eating the uh <laughs> is eating the leaves on the milkweed the reason why we don't want to step in the bed is because it compacts the soil and the roots don't move as freely in compacted soil well thank you so much for that information so milkweed i saw that you were giving away plants this weekend and one of the plants was milkweed yes so in some of the suburban school and in some of the better schools, they give the children a milkweed plant that already has a monarch larvae on there. And so the kids watch it grow at home and they set it off. They wow. set, set, they watch it crystallize and form the uh, wings and then they let it go. So I'm thinking I could give away milkweed 
Around here, the seeds were so plentiful, I picked up all the milkweed and I put it into a container and gave it away as a gift, uh, as a giveaway for the Greasy Free. We call it Greasy Free because the garden is called Greasy Gardens and it's just a play on the word Greasy. Nice. So I mentioned these Christmas trees earlier, but what are they called? They're evergreen. <laughs> they, they started off in 2016 this small and now they're this tall. Are my nephew Zamar helped me plant these. Wow. So you had your nephews helping you in the, your nieces and nephews mm -hmm. helping you in the garden. But do you think that that um, enhanced your relationship at all? Were you guys talking and? Oh, we was talking and they told me that in exchange for helping me, if they could get the Wi-Fi code. <laughs> so we, I don't, I don't give them Wi-Fi. They can't be on their phones when they're doing it. Yeah, guys, I mentioned being mindful. So when you're out in the environment and gardens and everything, you got to be mindful of your surroundings and just get into what you're doing in the moment. So, all right, this is compost. This is mulch. This is mulch. This wood chips. City of Chicago delivers free mulch and wood chips to residents. So the point of this is to suppress the weeds. So you put two, two, uh, almost, I don't know, five inches of mulch and it helps suppress the weeds. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, this would be pretty weeds. So over there to our right, what do you have growing in the front of the, that's the garden? Milkweed. That's more milkweed. And that's black-eyed Susan. So that's how you have so many butterflies, because I came to a garden party before, and you had a lot of butterflies out here. Yep. Um, it was during the summer. Yep. So, so the black-eyed Susan is a perennial. comes back every year. So this started out as just one or two plants and the seeds spread and the plants spread. So what I did is I broke them apart and I planted them. See right where you're standing is a piece of concrete. So if you see something that's not growing, it's because it was a house here. So there's a big slab of concrete right there. So where something wasn't growing, I put this there. So this is Black Eyed Susan. Yep. So Black Eyed Susan is the state flower from Maryland, where I'm from. So that's kind of, why did you pick Black Eyed Susan? Easy to grow? Well, it, it was the perennial, it's easy to grow, it attracts beneficial insects. You will have a praying mantis, the praying mantis is the bee. I've seen praying mantis out here too. Yeah, so it's, it's just, a deer was here, there's a rabbit living. We might see the rabbit. I think the rabbit is living in the cone flower. So there's a whole, this whole ecosystem out here. So Marlene, orient us to the garden. Okay, so if we come over here, if we come over here on this side, we have our spring flowers, we have some perennials, some milkweed, we have some forsythia. This is gonna be a forsythia hedge. And then we have some um, um, evergreens. And then as we flow through the back, we have more flowers, um, purple coneflower and coneflower to attract the bees and butterflies. So as we get down to this side of the garden, we have raised beds. Right now the beds are empty and I have tomatoes, peppers, basil, everything that I'm planning to plant in the garden this evening. So to start off my garden, uh, it's Chicago Zone 5A for the Midwest. We are just getting ready to plant the soil temperatures are 55 degrees and so as we go through the garden you'll see there's perennials there's some gar garlic that's growing 
Uh, there's some lavender, there's some peonies, there's a greenhouse back there where I started the plants. And then as you see in the middle here, I had a, a free plant giveaway where I give away plants so we all grow our plants together. And then we scroll over on this side, a friend of mine is growing vegetables in those two beds. And over here is the area I have for Love Grows Chicago. Love Grows Chicago is a girls uh, mentorship program that I assist with growing. Part of their program, they have a garden component and they built these garden beds over here. And so we're growing, we're starting the program with them later this month so they can grow their own food. So these lots are, these two lots are owned by me. This lot is a city lot that I just took over, over on this side. And we're in negotiations to buy it now. Wow. So there was a house here previously. Yeah, it was a house right here. And so when the someone threw gasoline on the house and burned the house down, so they tore the house down and I watched it and I bought it from the auction from the bank. I want to control my neighbors. <laughs> I want to control the space around me. I want to make this a happy space for outside. We're having a Juneteenth party. We're having a block party uh, in 2023 where we're going to shut off the block and eat dinner out here. I want to create a safe space where we could go and enjoy and talk with our neighbors and fellowship. Why, why do you do this? Why are you creating a happy place? Well, this is in a neighborhood it's called The Pocket. And apparently it's a... You know, there's someone on the block that sells weed. Uh, there's people who rent, there's homeowners, and there's people who are new to this area. And so when I first moved here, they said, where do you live? Do you live in the new houses or the old? And it was a conflict because the new people with a new way of thinking and the old people who are complacent. And I taught at Hirsch, which is probably about five blocks away. And some of my students live next to me and they said, nothing will change, nothing will ever change. And I don't believe in that mindset of being complacent. I don't believe in that mindset of just accepting our situation. So it was my point, my focus is to change it. I live here, I'm part of it. Uh, I live in the pocket, you know, but they say call it Greater Grand Crossing. But the slang for this area is the pocket. The gang around here is called Sircon. So there's things that I am very engrossed in the neighborhood. I, I talk to everybody. I want to be a part of it. And I want to help people. Uh, and the main goal, my main goal is I want people to live, want to live over here. I want people to drive down the street and say, oh my God, you know, I like this neighborhood. I like this. It's safe. It's thriving. The children plan. And so it's all about safety for me. Wow. And creating that space. Are, are your neighbors partaking? Do they come and participate? Have you had people come over and ask you, hey, what are you doing? Yes, everybody asks, what am I doing and why? And I said, we have to think about our, our property, of building our generational wealth of our, if the block is hot, everybody treats it like it's hot. If, it, if it's like, cause you know, we done drove down, we go over to the block and all the shit is kicking off, kick off the shit and go home. So we, I don't want that to be this block. And it really was before, you know, people come over here. Next thing you know, somebody getting shot at two days later is a whole clusterfuck. So it's not gonna happen over here. And so I built up a reputation where they call me first. They say like, hey, we're doing this or hey, we're doing that. And I 
feel very compelled. I, I don't have to live here. You know, we don't have to live here. And so I never judge anybody where they want to live or where they, you choose to live where you're comfortable. And I'm very comfortable in the chaos. Okay. Do you think the, the garden has brought you and your neighbors together, has uh, made a closer sort of social community environment for you guys? So the garden, yeah. Because when I started, the question was, was the garden making us closer? I found some of my neighbors standing, looking at the flowers. I planted flowers, these black eyed Susans in the alley. And one of my neighbors was like, I can't believe this flowers in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I planted the flowers in the alley to stop people from dumping. And so, who wants nice. to dump in flowers? Who's nice. gonna Who's gonna dump a whole portion Guys, of flowers? We gotta act, We dump? gotta emphasize that you planted flowers. Say it again. I planted flowers to stop people from. They call it fly dumping. Uh, uh, a person who's fixing a porch is fixing a porch, but they don't want to pay to dispose of the porch, so they'll just throw it back here. Huh. So before this was here, that fence wasn't there. They, I'd see a mattress, a whole family's furniture, they just dump it. And so now we got flowers, and they don't dump it in the flowers. So that is a way that we control it without having a camera, without any type of confrontation. So. And I think I've built a good rapport with everybody on the block. Yeah. And, you know, my point is, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. You know, Res it's not. Respect it's, the yeah, block, it's, right? It's respect the block. This respect is how it's going to be, you know. I love it. All right, guys. So let's go take a look at some of the plants that she has back here. Because I can't name half of them. I put it together for, I put it together for Janae to take home. You see this plant right here? It's Canna. I put oh. it in there for her to take home. So oh. she can put it on her back porch. Wow. But anyway, okay, let's start. So what I'm going to say is, let's start right here. Okay. Hold that, hold that. What do we have? Okay, so these are all the plants that I'm planting to plant in the garden. We have red pepper collards more pepper collard greens uh, this is um zinnia with the little weed in it this is turnips this is paul aroma tomato this is a beefsteak tomato this is purple basil this purple is, basil wow this is sweet basil this is a black beauty tomato. Yeah. Th these are cayenne pepper flakes. The cayenne pepper, you know, you make the cayenne pepper flakes. Mm -hmm. um, this is kale. These are more tomatoes, more peppers. So I'm planting over 24 tomato plants, over 16 pepper plants, basil, tomatoes, sage. Some of everything, pumpkins. Uh, I started everything in the greenhouse, indoors. These are zinnia. The zinnia I plan to plant in the neighborhood so that some of these areas that look terrible because nobody's mowing them, we're gonna plant the zinnia there to place it. 
I saved the seeds, started them indoors, and now I have this flower. And all I do is put the effort toward it to plant them. Mm. So this is the zinnia, and all of this will go into the garden. So if we walk over here. And what do we have here? Let me guess, onions. These are not onions. Zoom in a little closer and smell. Get closer, smell, smell. This is garlic. Really? This is garlic. You start the garlic. You have how many beds of garlic? Four beds of garlic. This is garlic that I'm giving to friends who have supported the garden. And this garlic I planted in August and it'll be ready to harvest in July. As in August 2021? Yes. That's August. Yes. So what happened during the winter? It overwinters. The, this is one of those... You know, I'm a master gardener, but I'm not sure how this grows, but you started in August. <laughs> so you took a class. We skipped that part. You, oh, yes. you took a class in gardening, didn't you? So what happened was I always knew how to grow things. I took a master gardener class to have the, to understand the biology, botany and science behind it, uh, behind how to create a good ecological system with pest management. There's no pesticides used out in this garden. Everything is organic, O-M-R-I certified. All the plants are organic or heirloom in nature and I save the seeds. So I learned that and I also took a master urban farmer class and I'm a master urban farmer as well. So I can grow anything to perfection. I could grow just as well as in the store. And the whole goal is to feed ourselves is to be self-sufficient. So we don't have to worry about buying a $4 plant because we can start it in the house for ourselves for $4. Okay. So if you come over here. These are red, yellow, and white onions. Oh, so these are the onions, okay. These are the onions. They look you, very similar to the garlic. Well, not really, actually, now you, that I look at it. You probably it. can smell them. And right here, these are beets. Yum, I love beets. Men, remember, beets are good for you. Will help over, with those erections. Over here is ginger. This is ginger. Wow. And the beds are empty because I haven't planted the tomatoes or anything yet. So later today, I'll plant all of them. Are these considered those... root plants? Yes. So the ginger, I'm sorry, the ginger, the garlic, and the onion are root plants? Yes. They grow underground. And along with the beets. Along with the beets, okay. And I think I'm gonna plant some turnips right here. So all in this back area is kind of like root vegetables. So you'll have a whole meal. Whole meal. And so right here, remember the first harvest party when I made yes. the lavender syrup for the lavender martini? We had lavender martinis, you guys. Let's just, for old time's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell the lavender. Yes. So this is the garden. And over here is an open space that we have for events. We're having a Juneteenth event out here. Got the fire pit there. Underneath that top tarp is wood for the fire pit. There's a couple other fire pits because it's a whole situation out here. When, mm -hmm. it's, when it's the winter, we come out here and sit around the fire pit. We just made this an open space. I'm sorry, I just made this an open space. <laughs> there is no we, y'all. She does all this <laughs> on her own. I have a team. I have people who have support, who support the garden. They're coming. 
to help me move the mulch and what do you have over here over here this i had a free giveaway of plants and it's only seven left but i had 30 plants these are beefsteak tomatoes wow people came and they got these for free do you have faith that the people you gave the plants to have green thumbs competent green thumbs will they keep these plants alive i'm 50 50 here <laughs> with my support they will gotcha so the plants are bigger and so they're able to live a little bit longer so what advice do you give folks who are trying to maintain a plant? So what did you tell them when you gave them the plant? Do not overwater. Do so not is that a common mistake? Yes. And just because it's hot doesn't mean it's good for the plant. Tomatoes don't set fruit, meaning tomatoes don't set the tomato over 90 degrees. So when we think, oh, the hotter the better, collards, kale, lettuce do not grow in hot weather. They grow wow. in cold, cool weather. Oh. So we have to be mindful of that. So if you think about during Thanksgiving when you have collards, it's because the weather is cooler. It's better for them to grow from August, September, October, November. So are you expecting your collards and your kales to bloom this fall? No, they're gonna go through the summer, but I'm not expecting them to be as prosperous as they would in the fall because it's a cool weather crop. Mm. So over here, this says green pepper but when the pepper's green it turns red so somebody asked me last year how come i ain't have any green peppers and i just had red people don't understand the pepper is green before it's red before it's yellow before it's orange so i put green got it so they'll know and this is an orange pepper the pepper's going to turn orange over here red pepper and these are all part of the giveaway i had at least 30 40 plants each and people took the plant over here is the basil that I gave away, some sage, yellow watermelon. Those are pumpkins. I had about 50 can of plants. They came and took the can of plants. The cannas were donated by Sean Moore. She had canna in her yard. She dug them up and gave them to me and I gave them to everybody else. So they came and got that well, Thank canna. you so much for joining me on the couch, Marlene. What plans do you have for the garden? Okay, the garden is going to produce my food for until I can't garden anymore. And the garden is gonna produce our next Greasy Gardens block party. And I'm trying to get Tabitha Brown to come to the party. Um, I have an organic chef. We'll use her, her cookbook to cook the recipes and we're having a whole party out here. So we're looking forward to Greasy Gardens block party 2023. Tabitha and Brown, Miss Tabitha Brown, we're calling you. We're calling you. All right, guys, thanks for joining us tonight on the Brain Love Podcast. And of course, you know, I have a YouTube channel. This will be posted on the YouTube channel as well. Everybody say brain love. <laughs>